This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Dalvin Cook, who's done very little so far. Parsons is waiting for him, and he knocks him down for a loss of a couple. Oh, the ball is out. Parsons is running with it. Parsons going to the end zone. And he's in for the touchdown. We got to wait and see what the officials say. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Jim Nance with the call this past Sunday on CBS. Uh, Micah Parsons is really good. For as good as Micah Parsons is, I actually think Dalvin Cook is worse. I think Dalvin Cook is worse at football than Micah Parsons is good as football, which is neither here nor there, but just uh, just felt like saying it because I think it's the truth. Uh, Adam Chernoff will join us coming up in 20 minutes from the Simple Handicap Podcast, talking NFL Week 3. Joey Kinnish still to come. Evan Silva and Connor Allen in hour number three. Uh, we will get to monster teasers and all our bets for tonight in the Giants and the 49ers side. Total and props to close the show in the power Hour, But for now, let's continue our conversation, Ken, on NFL Most Valuable Player. We went to break, and you gave us like a bunch of players that you think are alive in this market. You were talking about yep. Micah Parsons, and like, it, like there are some books that are hanging 60 and 70 to 1 on Parsons, 30 to 1 for context that our show sponsored, the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. Ken, what else do we have on NFL Most Valuable Player? Then we can talk a little Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so I just think my like kind of week entering week three synopsis on this market is um, it seems really standard. It seems like a really standardly priced market. It's based on performances so far with players who are very likely to win. Um, the players who are like the first five or six names are probably even ordered correctly or close. Um, the two things that stand out to me would just be depending on how long Parsons is, like if your goal of making a bet right now is you think the price on the bet will drop going forward, not you think you like nailed the winner, but you think the price is going to go down, then if, if people are hanging Parsons 60 or 70 and he's behind Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins and some of these other players, that price is very likely to go down. And bear in mind, they're also a 13-point favorite over Arizona. You have nine sacks on Sunday, much more easily than if they play a really good team or they play the Eagles or something like that. Like he is playing a game in which he is likely to accumulate stats and he is 60 in some places. So important point number one is I don't think Parsons is going to win. I think he's like the 10th most likely player to win, but he also probably is not truly this price. So interesting thing number one is books that haven't dropped his price very much probably will after this week, and he will settle in as like a ninth or the 10th best selection. That doesn't sound very interesting. Maybe that's because it's not, but he is an interesting player. Uh, I don't think he will win. I think he'll just win Defensive Player of the Year, by the way, an award that he still hasn't won before. And I think he would win that once before he would win MVP and kind of like almost leapfrog and win like the most valuable player award. Uh, in terms of the, the top names, you know, is, is there one guy that beats all the other guys? I bet Joe Burrow last week hoping for a bounce back. Uh, it went about as poorly as it could have gone. He played poorly, got hurt. He may not play this week. And his price has dropped as a result of that. The other bounce back candidate that we were off talking about last week was Josh Allen, whose prices stayed the same. Um, he definitely became more likely to win last week. Uh, they won as opposed to losing, and he played well as opposed to playing poorly. And his price still didn't change. Um, I think like Tua, Mahomes, Allen, that might be it. Maybe, like, I would say those three are probably equally likely to win. And so if you, like, really wanted to bet this market, 
Alan has by far the longest odds of the three. And so I would say, like, maybe he would be worth something. But honestly, like, I think this one's okay. I think you could bet Parsons because you think realistically a price drop is absolutely going to happen. Um, I don't think he's very likely to win, but I think, like, movement-wise, that would be one thing that stands out. Last thing on MVP, then we'll go to Offensive Player of the Year. Let's just say... The San Francisco 49ers go 15-2. and two. The best record in sure. football. They're the best team. They're the best team in the league uh, this season. Brock Purdy right now is 20-1. to one. Christian McCaffrey is 66-1. to one. Now, I know Kyle Shanahan has said he wants to kind of limit McCaffrey's uh, touches a little bit. McCaffrey's basically handled like close to 100% of the workload in each of the first two weeks. Um, I know you said you don't think Purdy can win, or maybe like you don't like him at this price at least. Um, like, What would you rather bet? Purdy, 20 McCaffrey 66 and I guess you could also bet nothing at all but I think we just do like if San Francisco is going to be like maybe the best team in football this season is there a strategy with like betting Niners for this award or is it like other awards yeah, it's uh, for me, it would be hard pass any Niner to win MVP 100% of the time right now. That can change week to week. Going into week three, would never bet either player. Uh, if they, if you, we play out the scenario that you're putting in, which is they go 15 and two, they're the best team in the league. Uh, I think a couple things would happen. Let's call it 15 and two. Uh, Shanahan would win coach of the year. That's like an outstanding season coach of the year award, like two losses or fewer for a coach that everybody thinks is awesome anyway. Uh, And he's never won the award before, which is pretty crazy. He's been a finalist twice, actually, and came in second both times, which is pretty wild. And uh, I think two, two, yeah, two uh, last year. And then uh, to John Harbaugh in the Lamar Jackson MVP season, uh, he came in second that year too. improved the team like 10 wins and didn't win. I had a lot of money on him that year. I was very mad that Harbaugh won. Um, I think if they go 15 and two, he's uh, at least a finalist again for coach of the year. Uh, and I think McCaffrey is an overwhelming favor to an offensive player of the year because 15 and two would probably mean that he at least kept up this level of performance combined with you probably have a top three defense at the end of the season. Um, people could be like, well, like 50, best record in the year, like per, best record in the league, pretty really can't win. That's you're thinking about 15 and two in a vacuum. Okay, like 15 and two and everyone else is 10 and seven. Like, okay, Purdy can win. Someone else is winning a lot of games. Maybe many teams are winning a lot of games. There's going to be competition for the award. And I just think like whoever that, it doesn't even matter who it is. Like Hertz, Mahomes, Tua, Al, like whatever. They're going to have better numbers than Purdy. They just are. Even if they win one or two fewer games, they're going to have better numbers. They'll win anyway in that situation. And if it's like, well, McCaffrey could have like a monster season. Okay, then he is absolutely going to win offensive player of the year in that situation that's just kind of how these two awards have gone usually is there a way he wins mvp i mean like yeah but it's honestly way less likely than 66 to 1 it's like 500 to 1 that it would happen like honestly i think he would just win offensive player of the year in almost all these kind of simulations you better you bet with nick and ken tremendous football thursday p squared b squared nfl awards ahead of week number three in the national football league let's do offensive player of the year now where christian mccaffrey is the second choice in the market ken he's plus 650 the favorite remains Justin Jefferson of your 0-2 Minnesota Vikings. Tyree Kill is 7-1, and then draw a big line. And then we get to 25. Jalen Hurts at 25. Jamar Chase at 30, along with Stephon Diggs, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Tony Pollard. Lamar Jackson at 33, uh, along with Tua Tungavailoa and Patrick Mahomes. I have kind of drawn the line there, but if you'd like to, uh, any other names, thoughts on Offensive Player of the Year? This, uh, this one strikes me as completely different than MVP, right? MVP is like, you know, uh, 10-ish guys can win. They're kind of ordered the right way. All of their prices are very low. Like, what's the angle to make a bet on one versus another? Like, why would you bet Tua instead of Mahomes? Why would you bet Mahomes instead of Allen? Like, those are tough questions to answer. It doesn't seem like there's a lot there. Uh, the struggle with this market for me, and I, I never do this early in the season ever, is... 
I mean, God, it feels so much like a two-player race. It's like unbelievable. It's been two games. And I know like I'm I'm trying to not think that. Like I'm really trying to be open-minded toward other candidates. But like I I said this earlier in the week, like if you bet McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill, I mean you're you're first of all, you're creating a bet that if you price shot pays like plus three fifty or plus three twenty-five, if either of them win the award. I mean, you are winning the award more often than that. Like, almost certainly. You may not win all the time, but you're definitely winning more than, like, one in three by capturing those two players. Those very likely two of the three or four best records in the league at the end of the year. It's those teams' best offensive players. Um, so I, I think, like, those two are so much more appealing than everyone else. People be like, what about Justin Jefferson? Uh, numbers could be good. Bear in mind, no touchdowns this year, and touchdowns were a bugaboo for him last year. Scored a little bit at the end of the year to kind of cover up that, but that was one of the reasons why he was not, like, a huge favorite in the middle of the season last year he didn't score a lot and scoring a lot of touchdowns is really good for offensive player of the year it helps helps voters um the big thing with jefferson this year is going to be the team's record um everything goes right last year they went a billion games 13 and 4 they're 0 and 2 and they're a pick against the chargers this week and they're going to be pick or dog or like a very small favorite in a lot of games going forward i mean you need a big record again no ma almost no matter the stats. Yes, if he broke all receiving records, he would probably win. Also, if he broke all receiving records, they'd probably win more games, including touchdowns, because, you know, they'd score and then win games. So just like, I think, honestly, I think the attack point, I, so I have, I, I like, was, do I want to go like all in on this or how do I want to do this? Uh, I have bet McCaffrey and Tyreek at best available prices in the market right now, both of them this week. Tyreek best price was nine. McCaffrey best price was 675. And like basically just like, all right, let's start with this and like equal to win on both. And then honestly, my, the question I would ask you, because like this is a fun because it's a like kind of a fantasy conversation too. Who is the next most likely player to win after McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill? Who would be third? I've like, I've gone through 50 options here and I don't, I actually don't, I have no idea what the answer is, which constantly brings me back to, I think these two guys are so good for this. Can I, uh, I just want to get, I, I have an answer for you. I think it's going to be something okay. you're not expecting. And then I just want, I want to say something about Jefferson first though. Like sure. if you're out there and you're like, well, Jeff Jefferson's the best receiver in the league. He had a problem scoring touchdowns last year. And like, to be fair, like he did fumble the ball out of the end zone last Thursday. There would have been a touchdown. So that's like an insane Voters play. don't care. But like. Yeah. Absolutely. But just like this is more of like a what happens on the field thing, because what you're saying is real. And I think it's going to continue with Jefferson. He's so good that teams sell out to stop him from scoring touchdowns. Like that's why Jordan Addison has scored in back-to-back -back weeks. It's why TJ Hawkinson's open constantly. Why KJ Osborne finds success. Because when you get down in the red zone, teams like put like three guys around him. So like, yeah, like he's the best player. And like the opposing defensive coordinators and head coaches know it. Like, that actually hurts him in this regard. I don't know if he's good enough to kind of overcome, like, the coverage that he sees uh, to score, like, right. 15 touchdowns in a season. Now, the yards are going to be there. Just, like, if they, if defenses are going to say, like, we're actually not going to let you score, it's going to be diff difficult for him to score, like, 15 touchdowns. Like, that's my yeah. thought on Jefferson. Um, Absolutely. The name so that, what, what would the name that I'll give you. So I, I agree with everything you're saying, by the way. So it's it's both things. Like, I actually don't like Jefferson two ways. I, I hate him for touchdowns, and I really hate him for the team record. And remember, like, like they got to win at least nine, probably more for him to win. And they're 0-2. Should he be the favorite? Like, he could he could have all the numbers he wants. If the team loses this week, he should probably be, like, 50-1 to to win the award. And he won't be. He'll be, like, 15-1. to So just, like... The team record is really important here, and it's basically being viewed as irrelevant, which I completely disagree with, versus the other two players he's alongside, who are both 2-0 and have projected win totals of like 12 already this season. 
uh, I think my answer to this question I'm about to give you is going to surprise you as to the player that I think is third, third most likely. Okay. Uh, I believe that player. I'll give you two names. I have a name in my head. Like, I know what my answer is. Tony Pollard. Okay. Whose usage is ridiculous and leads the NFL in red zone carries thus far. Yep. And actually, and actually, and it's and it's the guy who's the favorite for offensive rookie of the year, Bijan Robinson, would be the two that I would give you. I thought you were going to say Bijan. Yeah. Uh, I... Pollard, Pollard's role is incredible. He might have yeah. twenty touchdowns this year, what, however many yards, and they might go like fifteen and two. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely possible. Uh, I just think the crazy thing is like CD Lamb's having a crazy season too. That's like the other that's like the other wild thing. Like just statistically, they they're both. I mean the Cowboys have been so good so far. It's almost like yeah, if you have if you have five candidates, you have none, or if you have three candidates, you have none. Seems very unlikely all those guys will win. I honestly don't know who's the third most likely. I really don't. That's I, what makes I, me like the I, other two. I, I was just gonna say I think this more shows how good the top two candidates are than like Absolutely. the third is likely to win. Uh, yeah. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. We begin hour number two with Adam Chernoff. We'll be right back with you. Better you bet. Presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.